Hey guys, John here, back with another one for you here, you know, so for all their blubbering and sniveling, there is one thing that the Upwork hater, haters out there do get right, which I know is probably going to send them all into convulsive fits of joy hearing me say that, but it is getting way more competitive, which is one of the things that they often point out, and I sort of mentioned this before, but freelancing is is taking off, it's exploding a little bit. Uh, in the last few years. So I, I've referenced this study before, but uh, as of now, and again, these are hard numbers. So, you know, I know Upwork puts these out, but, you know, these numbers sort of have to come from somewhere, right? I, I just don't see them completely making these up. Um, now, their interpretations of them obviously could be biased, but the numbers themselves, I think we can uh, sort of rely on a little bit here. Plus, freelancers union is involved with it as well. Anyway, 57.3 million Americans are freelancing, which is 30% of the U.S. population. In the next 10 years, that's projected to jump to over 50% of the population. So again, freelancing is sort of taking off and it's sort of expected to continue to go that way, which means there are going to be more freelancers. There's going to be more people trying to get into these sites and so forth. The other thing is that along with freelancing getting bigger, you also have tech itself getting bigger. So I read this one article where they talked about that the uh, tech workforce rate is the highest it's been since the dot-com bubble. Um, and you see here a lot of those people, the largest and fastest growing category of tech jobs is software and web developers. So all those freelancers that are going to be coming into the site and so forth, you know, they're not going to be walking dogs or not going to be writers or this or that. A lot of them are going to be tech people. They're going to be developers and designers just like you. And so again, it's just getting more competitive. And I think that's in part why Upwork decided to begin curating its freelancers like some of these other sites do and not just let any sort of swing in, you know what, in, in the front door um, to sort of deal with this a little bit and, and, and have some sort of, I guess, standards that they put in place. So now you have to apply and get accepted. And all, when you add all of this up, again, what it means is more competitive, but also means that it makes it more work in order to be successful over there. And I think that's that's true. It's probably a bit harder now than it was, say, 10 years ago. That's just sort of the nature of where things are headed. That's the industry as a whole is getting more competitive in that sense. But I'm sort of reminded of the Pareto Principle, which says that uh, the Pareto Principle set itself says that oftentimes in many events, 20% of the effects are or 80% of the effects are caused by 20% of the causes. And in this case, what you often see is that 80% of the revenue often goes to 20% of the freelancers. Not, that's not exact numbers necessarily, but the point is, is that the, the, the revenue tends to sort of float towards the top and the, the, the better freelancers, the better developers, that sort of thing tend to make the bulk of the income. And you can sort of see that over here on Upwork. You know, these are people that have uh, filtered. I filtered for 10k plus earned, a thousand hours build, and 60 charging 60 dollars above or more. And and so these sort of tend to be the people towards the top. And you can see the amounts here: 100k, 90k, 60, 150, 200, 100. I mean, these are some pretty big numbers for the amount that these people have earned over on Upwork. So 
the freelancers who do get in on Upwork and they figure out how it works and how to get sort of steady job invites, how to deliver and make clients happy and do all the things that you got to do over there. Those who put in the work, they also sort of tend to get all of the reward while everyone else uh, tends to fight for the scraps and what's left over. And so when you're on the outside of that 20%, yeah, it can feel like Upwork is, you know, it's not really tilted in your favor. It's not helping you that much. It's, you can start to say these things like it's a scam or it's a joke or it's this or that or the other because you're sort of fighting for what's left over from that 20%. And you can take on a defeatist attitude or, or whine and complain and say, well, they should do this or they should do that or whatever. But at the end of the day, that's sort of always going to be that way because these freelancers have proven that not not in their own minds, they've proven it on the site itself that they can get work and they can deliver. And so it just makes sense that a lot of the invites, a lot of the work is going to sort of float their way. So the question becomes then, how do you get into that 20%? If you want to take a more optimistic, positive, aggressive mindset, how do you get into that 20%? Well, in this kind of hyper-competitive environment, every little advantage counts and stacking those advantages in your favor is how you win. So I want you to imagine for a second if you had insight on exactly how the key thing to how Upwork works, which is its algorithms for matching and surfacing freelancers and, and putting them in front of clients, whether it's searches, suggested freelancer lists, etc. If you had insight on exactly how those algorithms worked and all your competitors didn't, what kind of advantage would that be, right? If a little advantage can give you a big leg up, what will a big advantage get you? How much easier could you get work? And how much more could you charge because you have so many people trying to hire you that you can't take on all those people? So this is why I always try to illustrate to people who want to be on Upwork how important understanding their algorithms is. It's crucial to winning consistently over there and getting into this top 20% and being one of these freelancers that's making 100, 200, 300, 400, 500K over on the site. Now, I happen to stumble on sort of the keys to those algorithms. I've talked about this. I found these blog posts. They, of course, since been deleted, but they, they talked about the key components of how the algorithm worked. And I happened to stumble on it by pure dumb luck back before it became this really closely guarded secret. And it changed everything for me. I went from basically crickets on Upwork to my first job being a 2K job. And it was in a it was very quickly a matter of days after I changed everything. And eventually got to the point where I had more job invites than I can handle. And I've seen this same thing happen to students of mine who learn this. In fact, I just got this comment this morning, which got me sort of thinking about this all in the first place. And this came from Julia. And she said, this is Julia again. I may, I've made changes you suggested on my Upwork pro profile. I'm glad to say I received my first invitation this morning. Definitely put a smile on my face. I accept the invitation and have been going back and forth in regards to the job description. So I, it, it, it sort of always am, still amazes me how quickly this happens when I, I get these sudden change messages all the time and people just make these what seem like small little tweaks and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got my first in job invite and I got my second one and I got my third one. It just, it still amazes me, even though I understand it, I've seen it a bunch, uh, 
how quickly all of this can happen when when you make these changes. And that's sort of the big thing that I'm trying to ha hammer home ultimately here. You know, these these haters can rant and rave and do all they want talking about Upwork and you know make all their little points and so forth, but I've seen it time and time again. When you change your behavior, you change your results. And that's true with anything, but it's especially true on Upwork because it is so algorithm-based, right? There's not some human there pulling strings. When you figure out the algorithm, you make the changes to appeal to that algorithm, it doesn't care, right? It's dispassionate. So it can happen very, very quickly like that. So that's sort of what I wanted to say for today. Uh, if you want to learn what I learned and what I've taught all of these people, it's in my freelancing on Upwork course over on Skillshare. You can just go to Upwork101.com to learn more uh, about it if you want to get into that. But always keep in mind, when you change your behavior, you change your results. You can sit there and whine and complain and lament and all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, that's not going to change anything. That's not going to help you get better results. So you can either do that or you can invest in yourself a little bit. You can uh, take some responsibility and you can look at what you can change, how you can change your behavior so that you can get different results. So uh, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Anyway, like I said, if you want to learn what I what I know about all this, again, Upwork101.com for my freelancing on Upwork course. All right, guys, that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.